a lot of talk again on social media about fat people and Southwest Airlines. That is a tongue twister. I don't care who says it isn't. I guess if you're a fat person, somehow you can get an extra seat for free. All of you guys are hearing about this right now, but I knew about this months ago when I talked to my pal Billy, who told me that that's a travel hack that he's known about for a while and has, you know, taken advantage of. I got mixed feelings about that. First of all, yay, good. But I understand how you people that are upset about it, I see the point you're making. I don't think I agree with you, but I see the point you're making. It's another free thing for the week, right? That's what you guys think. Another enabling free thing for the week. Listen, kids, look, when you're a huge person, <laughs> a person of size, um, dude, things are hard. Shoes are hard, pants are hard, chairs are hard. It's hard to find things that fit you. They don't, and, and as you guys all agree, we don't necessarily have to make, you know, three feet wide chairs across the entire bay of the plane should there be a fat section in southwest airlines in the back of the plane uh it, it might not you know fly well it could cause some stability issues it, it could be perceived as derogatory for some reasons that i'm sure you guys know about um i don't know maybe they'd have to like center it across all four uh spaces of the plane not too much up front you know I, I don't know. It, it is hard to travel. I have given up on traveling for uh, <laughs> a decade, a decade plus. Kids, when I was in the army, going to basic training, I was, what, about 210? Six foot 210? Some would say a little portly, just a little chubby, right? It was hard for me to fit in the plane back then. I can't even imagine trying to fit in the plane. When I was in the army, uh, and I, <laughs> I was kind of a fatty in the army, I'm not gonna, <laughs> some of you know that, um, not crazy till the end. Um, going on the roller coasters was hard, you know, and I could still go out and run three or four miles, you know, it, I don't know. It, it, the world is not designed for big people and they have to do something. They have to, I mean, they don't have to, but they're seeing a need and they're filling it. Why is it a problem? I, I, I don't understand why it's a problem for anybody. Mm, not the most interesting take, I suppose. You know, when you when you live in the big and tall world, everything's more expensive. Shoes are more expensive. Plants are more ex <laughs> plants <laughs> when you eat them. You know, because you eat a lot. Um, <laughs> pants are more expensive. You know, everything's more expensive. You just you just you know, and uh, you know, and there's nothing you can do about it. This one thing and this one piece of karma where you get something cheaper coming back to you. And, and I understand. Well, I mean, it's it's so expensive to buy big and tall. It sucks, too. And your furniture and your bed frames and everything in your world, your toilet seats, everything has to be, like, heavy-duty rated. You know, and then if you do want to, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's not fun being fat, kids. The people that are out there trying to make it look fun and be po body positivity, <sighs> it wasn't there that Spanish actress that just passed away. I, I, I'm so disconnected from the story. I, I don't even know her name, but I know that apparently she was, uh, you know, somewhat celebrated for being a body positivity advocate there's this uh there's this travel guy on discovery on disney right now um i know mama you don't want me up here right now well we up here as a chubby black guy i don't see a lot of folks who look like me exploring the world ooh, ooh. i'm not lured by the idea of a 300 pound guy going down uh you know going down one of those speed ropes <laughs> jumping off jumping off on a bungee cord or yeah no i'm not lured by that uh i mean sure taking a train across a nice majestic travel sure that's nice but these adventure guys by season three when they've run out of all the easy stuff and they're gonna have to try to keep the ratings up and just a natural drive to push the envelope of what he can or can't do if he's not getting fit along the way i don't see that ending well anyways good for that guy though right his charisma is his positivity really shows this what this really leads me to is i know about this world to some degree right to a large degree i've been living fat uh Let's just get my updates out of the way. I was right there at 100 pounds, almost 100 pounds loss. I, I scored 99 pounds one day, and then all of a sudden it just starts going up. 
and I know why it went up. It went up. It went up because it was Thanksgiving, guys. It wasn't because of me. It's not because of my responsibility. It was Thanksgiving. It was the situation around me. Anyways, I gained about ten pounds, and I've been trying to push them back down. Last week, I thought I was all the way back to where I started. This week, I seem to only I I, I magically put on four pounds over the weekend, <laughs> and uh, fluctuations, fluctuations, yeah, and eating. Uh, and so now, yeah, I'm like ninety five pounds down. I don't. I am in what would be, I think, officially considered a stall. Uh, I don't think it's a stall, though, if it's because you're just eating the wrong food, right? I don't think that makes it a stall. I, I haven't been, like, horrible. I've still been exercising. I hurt my feet pretty bad uh, two or three months ago. Yeah, it was a bummer, man. Injuries suck. Injuries suck. And, 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 and going back to that whole body positivity thing, that's what I don't think people really realize. People don't really realize that the plus and active at any size thing First of all, we know it's not true. I mean, we know you can't... I mean, well, there's some guys out there that are killing it. You know, that fat runner or whatever the guy does, parkour, you know, being a big boy. <laughs> Listen, dude, eventually age catches up with everybody, but it catches up with the obese way sooner, way faster. And they become, you know, when you're young and fat, maybe it's no big deal. You know, maybe, you know, if you're not really out there trying to run a marathon, which there's some fat runners out there that do a great job. Listen, I applaud you for being able to accomplish such feats of athleticism at your size. It only makes it more impressive to some degree. Eventually being old catches up with you. And here's the problem. If you're eating now like a big person and being really active, guys, inevitably what happens for most everybody is you hurt yourself, you stop moving, or you have a kid and you stop moving, but you still eat like you've been eating when you move a lot and you eat like a big person that moves a lot. And all of a sudden you're a big person that doesn't move a lot. And really quickly, all your muscle fades away, your tendons get kind of soft and you still keep packing on fat. You're exchanging that athleticism for fat, just fat on fat on fat. And and for a lot of people, they lose control. And a lot of people, me being one of them, they lose control and you start going down the path which leads to being a homebound person from your obesity, right? Your obesity causes an issue. You're you can't you're so big, you can't move. You're so big, you can't get up. You're so big, you can't go for a walk. I was one foot in that space. One foot in. I was this close from being all the way there. Just the lightest little bit of walking was becoming a problem, a real problem. And I feel like uh, I'm still in that space a little bit. Not that I can do any like really big feats of any physicalness or impressiveness, but I can <laughs> modified, very light duty, very low impact. I can get myself through some pretty okay workouts. I've worked out for a couple hours at a time, many, many times in the last couple years putting out good good effort you know i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't make any baseball team i wouldn't make any wrestling team you know but i could i could put out a good effort in my experience and for i think for a lot of other people what they don't realize is is what it does to to the joints to my knees to my feet and there's there's i know guys i know there's hey tough up tough it up everyone's sore everyone hurts a little <laughs> i know but there's there's two kinds though right there's the kind of everyone's okay right when you're getting a little sorer when you're getting a when the limping lasts a little longer when no matter how after you warm up you cool down faster like when when you're training at a rate where every day you're waking up a little bit more broken down than the day before and in your your uh routine or your ego or your coaching or your your expectations of yourself is no just man keep putting out i know i can put out i know i can put out as the great matt wenning said it's not what you can do it's what you can recover from man i never say it right <laughs> i'm sorry once you go over the accommodation loop and you're in a stressor the body's no longer trying to adapt it's trying to survive that means your training is doing jack shit. so if you're pushing too hard the body doesn't learn from it it survives from it yeah that's not a good sign you're, you're gonna you're gonna break down right you're gonna break down and it's breaking down to a point you cannot recover from so it's not what you can do it's what you can recover from and that has to be based off of where you're at in this pond right now not the pond 20 years ago there's a difference man there's a difference between waking up and being a little sore which yeah i do every day and then there's waking up and being like oh my god wow 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 i'm fucking injured <laughs> 
I'm a little injured. And some people don't get it. They just don't get it. They don't, um, they don't realize that you can fuck yourself up pretty easy. I don't think I'm supposed to cuss. I might bleep that out. I was there, man. I was there. I, I, I kind of had to shut down for a couple, like about a week and just let everything heal, which is an enormous disappointment. I was doing a lot of recovery work. I was doing a lot of myofascial relief and stretching. And when you're a big fatty, just getting down on the ground and lifting and moving yourself around, that counts, kids. I don't care what anybody said. And also the nice thing was, is I had noticed that when you're always, this is at least my experience, when you're always feeling thrashed from working out, a lot of things around the house start to slip. The things don't Things don't get clean like they're supposed to. Things don't get organized like they're supposed to. I, I was able just to sort of, you know, do some spring cleaning at home, you know, get, you know, <laughs> anyways, it, it's hard when you're so heavy and so out of shape. Moving is difficult. Getting up out of a chair is difficult. Tying your shoes is difficult. Washing your body is difficult. <sighs> and for a growing portion of our society that is becoming more of their reality which leads me to my conversation i had with my friend sean i've known sean for about 10 years now through instagram uh sean is sean is sean is a very passionate guy he's got big feelings as i would say as i would say i do and a lot of people i know do and he speaks with a lot of passion and a lot of conviction and sean is a heavy man um so heavy that it is uh, taken away a lot of his mobility, and I think I think he would be the first to admit that. Sean has dealt with life-threatening bouts of lymphedemia and infections from cellulitis, I believe. Um, I, I could be wrong with the cellulitis. I, I think I'm not though. Um, as I was, I, I I spent a week and a half in the hospital getting, as the doctor told me, the maximum dose anymore will kill you. The strongest shit, antibiotics, about five or six years ago. And I have developed a, a pretty minor case of lymphedemia in my right calf. It's doing so much better. It's being well managed. I've been able to walk on it and move and, and the, the, lymph the, the best thing for a, a lymphatic system is moving and breathing. I'm pretty diligent to sleep with it at least a little bit elevated every night for at some part of the night. So uh, I, 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 try to, I try to manage it really well. You know, lymphatic, lymphatic, <laughs> oh kids, lymphatic uh, syndrome or disease or whatever it's called is, it sucks dude. And some people have it all over their body. Anyways, hi Randall, come here. You wanna come say hi? Ah, I crossed my feet. Come here, you wanna get over here? Say good morning, this is my guy. <clears throat> Hello. Where's Frosty? I don't know. I haven't seen him yet today either. All right, take off. Nevertheless, being homebound due to obesity, you know, being forced at home because you're too fat to leave the house, it's a thing and a lot of people are suffering suffering from it and a lot of people sadly die frankly before they even get to that deal of incapacitation from their weight a lot of people are suffering and we're really worried about someone getting an extra seat on an airplane it just seems so petty so wrong so unkind to a population of people that really need some kindness most fat people need some kindness in their life they are constantly reminded of and demeaned from their obesity you know, we know, man, we don't like it. And you're right. Do something about it. A lot of us are trying. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying this makes it justifiable, but it is, it is not an easy mountain to climb. That being said, my guy, Sean is here doing everything he can to get healthy. And at the same time, be an advocate for people that are dealing with homebound issues and obesity related issues and helping them find a way to still live life fully and, and with dignity. And, and this is an important conversation and I've really wanted to offer it to you the right way. I'm going to probably break up this conversation into a few pieces. My introduction is probably way, 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 way too long. <laughs> I don't know how to be brief, but I'm going to break this conversation into a few pieces and we'll go from there. If you're at all curious about what obesity eventually leads to for some, as far as being homebound and you know someone who is dealing with this, or if you are someone who's dealing with this, I wish I could help you better. Me sharing Sean's story is me trying to help. Okay. Thank you for everything. I know I'm not doing these very often. I've got some things in my life I need to figure out, but uh, mostly my weight. 
<laughs> mostly in my own personal health. But uh, this is something that gives me a sense of that sensation that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm gonna and I'm going to uh, keep doing them. I hope uh, I hope some of you get some value out of them. If this conversation is only a jump off point for you and I to form a little bit more of a friendship, that would mean a ton to me. That would mean the world to me, and that's yeah, all I. Sure, that's that's enough bro. for me. Bro, yes. Uh, and I, I mean, I love you already. I mean, I, you know, things you do, I mean, I keep up with you and just where you've come and, you know, you being in excruciating pain to where you're at now. I mean, I, I get you full level, brother. So you're, you're a special man to me, dude. I've, and I've known you for nearly 10 years. You've had a powerful life, man. You have you you speak boldly and and you you seem to love really hard can you just sort of fill me in on how sean's doing you know russell for lack of better words like you know you say i love hard i do i can't help that you know you'd love to where sometimes you get hurt or left in the dust and uh, that's my calling, though. I'm going to help people no matter what. As you may know, I mean, I've had a bad, I mean, since 2017, I didn't realize I was going to be in the ride of my life, the setbacks. And the setbacks outweigh the victories by far. But here's the thing. I wouldn't change a thing because I'm not where I want to be. I'm where I need to be. And, you know, things don't happen to us. They happen for us. So with that being said, you know, I've been in the hospital 33 times due to my lymphedema and infections, uh, 30, 30 sometimes since uh, 2004. And quite frequently, whenever I started working out, you know, going to the gym three times a week, you know, working with a person that is morbidly obese, you got to, especially with lymphedema, you got to be very careful on the kind of exercises that you have a person like me do. Um, but not to blame anybody, but nobody nobody knows that. But it sort of compiled, made the infections even drive more because I already have water fluid retention. Mm-hmm. You know, I can gain 200 pounds overnight mm-hmm. once I get an infection from fluid. What's so well, when you're. What's your weight fluctuating then between like if, if, if you're, and I don't know if you know this, but I, I, uh, I also have lymphedemia in my right calf. Oh, you do? Yeah. In my right calf. You do? Yeah. And okay. I've had it for, a almost, almost 15 years. So, um, yeah. and I will say I'm fortunate that it's a pretty mild case of lymphedemia. I mean, it's a, it's a, I will say I'm fortunate. It is a mild case of lymphedemia. And yeah. even when it was at its worst, as mild as it is, it's terrifying. You feel like it is terrifying. It is because you can't, that's what mine was. Mine started in 2000 from, I had right on my leg where my lymphedema mass is, you know, it, you know, I thought it was a spider bite, but it was, you know, just kept on growing. I kept on getting infection after infection after infection after infection. And it was that doing a kind of hit kind of exercise or workouts, you know, high intense interval training mm-hmm. isn't the best for somebody like me. No, not at I, all. And, and they don't you, get that. They don't get that at all. No, You're absolutely right. No, and and that's exactly most people don't or no. they think you're, you know, making excuses. Yeah, well, they're, they're trying to show they're, they're trying to take you to your limits and they don't realize what they're doing to your body. And I can't and I 
I worked out with the best of people, and people couldn't believe I, I could do. I mean, I got a lot of strength. You carry around, you know, six hundred eighty-seven pounds. We're pretty strong. I mean, I, I'm a strong dude. My legs are strong. You know, happen to carry that around, but needless to say, all of that is behind me. And so, you know, there was COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, COVID, and then lo and behold, when COVID was sort of um, coming up, you know, things were opening and stuff. Well, I started oozing out of my back and my sides. Like it was pouring water mm. out of my pores. And with that being said, I didn't know what I had, but I was so swollen, Russell. I didn't know. And I, when I went to the hospital, my wife, you know, gave me a look and I thought I was going into the hospital and never coming back home. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I called her that night. And here's what she said to me. I said, Jess, I said, and I started, I started weeping. She started weeping. I said, well, we, what are we going to tell the girls? Mm. And she, we, we cried for a while and she said, we're not going to tell them nothing. Mm. She said, tonight we cry tomorrow. We fight. And I, I needed that so bad um, because I am a fighter. But sometimes you want to throw the towel in. You think, man, I'm so overwhelmed. And I wasn't. I went to the hospital. That's where I gained 200 pounds. What year was so this? I what year was this? About 550. This was back in t- October of 2021. Okay, so you it, you went from 550 to? 550 to, to 750. And, and, and how many, in what period it, of time? Over Overnight. Overnight, because they just kept filling you with IVs, and you just kept sucking them in. No, no, no. This is my fluid retention. How do you? Wow. Well, and that's the thing. That's what most people don't. And they came in. They thought no. They kept on zing out my bed, and thinking that it was my bed that was, you know, the problem. Mm -hmm. Doctors came in. They were just mesmerized by the fact that. There's no way he gained 200 pounds. Well, I had lost all of it in seven days because they gave me fluids and ran the course and then, you know, gave me diuretics. And did you pee, did you pee out 200 pounds of water? Oh, my goodness. Did I ever? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, what's I mean, that even like? It's constant. It's like. I go, I went and I peed and then 10 minutes later, I had to pee again. Wow. I'd go 20 minutes later to have to pee again. You know, 30 minutes later, I had to pee again. Just, just random. But I would go so bad. I mean, I couldn't even get up. They gave me this thing called a pure wick and it has a bucket. It's like, it's exactly like a catheter. It's, it's, um, an external one and I kept peeing and the bucket, I would fill the bucket up um, six, seven times a day. Wow. I just, you know, started, it started coming off. I felt it all go in my sides, you know, decreased everything. And I got back and I was five forty-seven at my low at, at whenever I got out of the hospital. And so I, I did that. And so that led into a bunch of other things. I came home and then from that in October, I lost my mobility completely. In October of 2001 again, please. Yes. So I was in the hospital for one month. I wasn't able to stand or anything because at home because of that. So October of what year did you come back from the uh, hospital? 2021. 20, and you and you said how much were you weighing? I was over I, I weighed over 7 like 758. 
Okay, and that was that I was your weight up and went down to about set five forty seven when you okay? left the hospital. Well, to go to rehab. Okay, and I want to let you know just just to let you know, Sean, just to give you some perspective. I think I maxed out around five twenty, five fifteen. So sure. I I was also we were without the water uh, bloat. We're we're about up the same size. So I I understand I understand yeah. even even without the water bloat. Uh, unless if 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 you've stopped moving in any way and have had and you said you stayed strong at your, um the atrophy and th- just being able to move the shortest of distances is literally exhausting let alone the i dealt with such f- ankle pain and foot pain yeah. from it all so i i don't think i don't think people understand like when you're uh people of our size uh, you know the the whole like go get them tiger show us what you got mentality it it's too destructive on your 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 nervous system which means your hormonal system it breaks down your bones and tendons and cartilage all at the same time and then which is all that and yep. then and then in a few days you're just you're near immobilized because whatever inertia you did have you just spent all your goodwill in your body in one overzealous workout like starting slow has to be what we do and it's not about finding our limits i i think we have to like i think we have to um acknowledge like physically it has it has to be a strategy physically that's unconventional to some degree right so it does so here we are it's been it's been two years what is what has this last two years been like for you sean wow um so being in rehab, I was in rehab for 16 weeks. Okay. Related now, to food, related to physical no, no, therapy? No, no, rehab to my my to being able to stand. Food okay. has never been my issue. I don't I never, you know, they say addiction and to food. I love food, comfort food. Um it's not that I was ever addicted. I had a bad relationship with some things. Um, but like I said, you know, everybody automatically assumes that I'm a person my size is eating 10,000 calories a day. Never done that. And, I have, just so you know, I have, but, I have a lot, well, many, many, but, many times and, over and over and over again. Well, some people, but that doesn't mean you have though, Sean, that, but there's some people that weigh 147 pounds that do 10,000 calories a day. You know, and, you, and everybody's praised for that, or they eat, you know, whatever they want to eat. Right. And, you know, they can eat a whole pizza at one sitting. Right. But that's okay, because they got the metabolism of a hummingbird. We got the metabolism of an elephant. Mm-hmm. And so what my whole thing is, is finding a rehab. They kept me in for a month so that my um, my patient advocate found me a rehab which was St. Luke's. And so they got everything. They Kate uh or Jack, who was my physical therapist and my occupational therapist, they never worked with anybody my size. But do you know what they did? What's that? They Kate Kate is a rock star. <laughs> okay. She, she brought me in. She she was just she had everything I needed. She had my bed with the air mattress, which that's what my whole thing. I want to advocate for getting people that are homebound, getting them the tools that they need in order to get to the first step. Because Absolutely. the last thing they're thinking about is get, you know, exercise program or a, a healthy eating plan. So what would those they first steps be? They need to find be? out how to get out of their bed. What is the what are the things that you're advocating for? What are the things that they can that they can um that you want to see that people don't even know that maybe even I don't even know that people need to get to that first step um that you've learned along the way. Well, thanks for asking that because I just changed, you know, we had the obesity revolution. I completely dissolve that because Obesity has a bad connotation in a lot of people. I just 
you know, renamed and named everything called Living Large. Okay. Mm, okay. Living your life to the fullest. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're living large, but everybody doesn't accept it. So here's the thing. Most people that can't get out of their home can't get to the doctor. They need a concierge doctor like I do. Mm-hmm. I get blood work. They come to my home. Mm-hmm. Um, my doctor comes to my home who is amazing. So number one, them getting a doctor that is going to listen to them and care for them. Also, some people, I get people call me or trying to get a touch of me every week. They need a bed. They've been in the same bed. They need a, you know, they go to the bathroom in their bed on a porta potty. They ha- they don't they haven't been out of their bed in how many years? So the thing is, they need a bar- bariatric bed so that they can have a air mattress that is paid for by their insurance that they can have comfort there and that it reclines so that they can start working at getting out of their bed and putting their feet on the ground. And then also they need to have, you know, uh, a commode that is goes up to 700 pounds. Um, they need chairs. Like I have a lift chair. My lift chair was such a godsend that it, it, changed, it changed my life. So here's the thing, too. Let me go back a little bit. But. I pretty much, I'm still getting my mobility back, mm-hmm. but it's the hardest thing in the world because I'm at my home. If I fall and I break a hip or an ankle, I'll be in rehab or mm-hmm. a nursing home yeah. forever. Yeah. So that's what I'm, they, I want them to have a Hoyer lift. Okay. A Hoyer lift is where they can be lifted if they you know, go down or get out of a seat or they can't make it with limits. Like I can get across my living room floor, but the thing is, is coming back mm-hmm. and having mm-hmm. the wherewithal to come back. I want everything that a person needs for them to see light at the t- end of the tunnel, that they have the bed, they have somebody work with them, their caretaker has all the tools that they need, you know, things to help even wipe. That's, that's a whole other hey, thing. Listen, People I get it. Talk about I, that stuff. I, I'm recently back in the self wipe team and it's well, still hard <laughs> as fuck. Excuse my language, Sean. It's still hard it's as fuck. Like marathon. It, it's it, well, like it's, marathon. it's, it, I mean, it, I, I've herniated before doing it. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? Like literally I have, it will sometimes aggravate my hernia. It's uh, fucking I, sucks, buddy. Sorry, but I, 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 and nobody wants to talk about it, but it's, hey, I do. Hey, God bless my tushy. God bless my tushy. <laughs> I know. They came, they were invented right when I needed them most, Sean. God bless them. I, I, I hear you. You know, and even like a bidet. Well, that's what that's what um, that is, right? That's a poor man's bidet. But a but I don't think you is, can actually yeah. flush a bidet, can you? No, but you can get a really good toilet um, charge. You know what I mean? They put them. You know, you can put them on the toilet. And they have them where they are portable. Too. Well, that's what my tushy is. It's a por- it's a bidet that you attach to the toilet. I'm not sure if you knew that really? or not. Yeah. That okay. Yes, so I guess I, I didn't I, I didn't clarify. I see. Well, I, like, well, you said. Well, I thought you said you you love your tushy. I'm like, oh yeah, Jesus, dude. Okay, and you just went with it. Yeah. You're a good man, Sean. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, uh, let me tell you this. What I'm trying to say. <laughs> what a what a miscon- <laughs> what a miscommunication we just had. That's delicious. Yes. I no, got let me you. let that's me. The name of it. Let me start over again. I consider my tushy, I say it like almost like Kleenex. Like when I say Kleenex, I mean <laughs> tissue paper, right? So there's, I think the original brand or at least the original brand I heard of, God bless Joey Coco Diaz on, on his podcast. Uh, uh, he used to talk about it where you, you attach that plastic piece onto the top of your toilet with the plumbing built in and, and you can rinse your butt, right? You know what I'm saying? You can rinse yep. your butt, right? Right. That mm-hmm. I think those are relatively new. 
I don't think they've been around for for multiple decades. I think they've only come out in the last 15 years, which is sort of coincidentally when I kind of started needing one. And so I, I get it, dude. Just self-care is self-care is self care becomes near impossible once it you're does. morbidly obese or like in the case of you and I, and I, 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 I don't know where this triggers your offenses or not, but I'll super morbidly obese. Right. I nothing, mean, like nothing, no, nothing triggers me. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, so, so I, 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 I love that you are a man that seemingly can get things done and are becoming a resource to other people out there that need help. And, and, and I only hope that, that come as I learn to take control back of my health and uh, leave my obesity behind. I hope um, I I still want to remember and stay connected to where I and stay connected to where I came from and help as many people that were there with me off of that path. If if at all, God willing, if at all possible, because I I understand yes. that life is beautiful and we all live and live a loved and fulfilled life to varying degrees and I, but I just really believe life can be better enjoyed and better experienced when you're not at the size that we've been at. You know what I mean? So I just feel that way. It doesn't devalue who we are as individuals in any way. I just think, I think of it like this. I think of it like just more doors get unlocked that we can open and walk through, you know? Yes. Well, think about this, Russell is if, I don't accept where I'm at, okay? If I don't accept myself at 687, I'm not going to accept myself at 187. You, you, and you got, here's the other thing, you got, not that I'm satisfied. I'm not. I know who I am. I know the battles and of course, about a month ago, I was considered dead. I had a hospital stay. I don't know if you, if I, you no, knew that or no, not. No, I did not. Yes, I went into the hospital. My potassium was extremely low uh, because of the diuretics. And my doctor said to come off the sodium. I thought they meant to come off the potassium. I didn't take my oh, potassium. So you had a, a mineral, you had a, a really bad mineral bonk and you almost, it almost killed I you? I had. I yes, my oxygen was thirty percent. Oh, Sean, down to twenty percent. Mm, that's scary, but and yeah, I, well, I was have I was in psychosis. There were people visiting me in the hospital, and it was like I was in a in some kind of chamber, and I could see them through the window. Mm-hmm. And every time I would talk, here's what they said: It was like I had a mouthful of marbles. Really. Wow. Yes. And where I'm at now, you know, here's here's what my day does, okay? I get up, of course, I, you know, change. I can do good. I go, you know, if I have to go to the bathroom, whatever. Um, I eat in my chair. I talk, do podcasts from my chair. I do whatever and talk and have meetings from my chair. I sleep in my chair. I sit in my chair right now until I get to this thing right now. And the next step is right now is I'm insulin resistant. And I'm sure you know what insulin resistance is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're familiar. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I, producing- it's a confusing, it's a confusing topic. That yes. there's many disagreements on uh, amongst many smart doctors, but I think I have a real vague understanding of it. Well, what it is is that my body is producing insulin beautiful, mm-hmm. and my A1C is 5.1. Now, my blood sugar will fluctuate because. Your insulin is put into you to keep your blood sugar at bay, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, what's happening is me producing the insulin, my body, because it's off hormonally, it's off endocrinically, it's off metabolically, 
Um, I wish I would have found these things out that I'm finding out now 20 years ago and doctors would have listened to me like they do now. I have an amazing team of doctors right now that get me, that are helping me, that I talk to them every two weeks and they get my blood every two weeks just to check because I'm on suppressive therapy for my lymphedema infections. I take antibiotics at yeah. low dose to keep them suppressed, everything. Mm -hmm. Well, if they all knew that, but me producing the insulin is not the problem. My body thinks it's under attack and attacks the insulin. Mm. And that's what's happening in my body. And that's what's happening in, like I said, where your kidneys. And I just got a report today. All my numbers look great. I got blood drawn yesterday. They came through. My doctor, Dr. Nazal, called me today and said my potassium is spot on. You know, my kidney function, spot on. Everything looks perfect. Well, that means I'm fighting for that and there's going to be another step which i won't say too much about now i'll keep you you know posted I'll, keep me posted I'll, after yeah. our conversation yeah. today yeah good well, yeah well and I, I just i want to make sure that it goes without a hitch because yeah. this is something that's going to help me tremendously mm -hmm. to be able to get over a hurdle and i got a meeting with the doctors so through all of this, Russell, I'm, I know I'm where I'm, where I need to be. I, I, I can't, what am I going to do? I'm going to sit and fret and, and, you know, worry or, you know, worries like a rocking chair. It gives us something to do, but never gets us anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so I'm either going to worry about this or I'm going to pursue it. And figure out, okay, I'm I'm here for right now. This is, you know, my season and the state where I'm at. And I'm going to be content. I'm pleased, but I'm not satisfied. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to, I'm so tired of being in here. And I had to go to rehab to learn how to stand again. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, I was a baby. Mm -hmm. I had to stand for the first time. I had to, you know, take my first step and then walk further, you know, do this to pivot. And I did all that in that 16 weeks. And it was like the best thing that ever happened. I was all by myself. My kids couldn't come and see mm -hmm. me because you had to be 21 and over. And uh, my wife, you know, I, she couldn't come because of the kids. And it was the best best thing russell and even now i'm loving life and so you can be living large but you can live your life to the fullest once you have the tools to get you and make you feel like you're making progress i want everybody the wheelchair that they need like you can get a portable you know, for people up to a thousand pounds, you can get a motorized wheelchair that Medicare or Medicaid will take care of. Mm -hmm. And so people don't know how to do that, though. Mm -hmm. And they're so outside that realm. Yeah. Even to go and to find out here I am. And so right now. I'm pleased. I'm not satisfied. I'm not going to be satisfied until I get out of here, get my weight off, and I'm able to go to Six Flags with my girls and ride every roller coaster because I love I'm that. a roller coaster junkie, an adrenaline junkie, I, 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 and that's what I'm going to do. I, Sean, that did you steal my list? You took that right off of the list of the stuff I want to do. <laughs> Ride a roller coaster. Ride a roller coaster with my kids is 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 on my bucket list of goals. Uh, and also to well, be able to go to, this? also to be how able to go to. This? Uh, yeah. Yeah. How about I want to go to all thirty baseball stadiums? Wow. That's what I want to, and 
I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Yeah. Through and through. Yeah. Um, I haven't been home in such a long time because I haven't been able to. And uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to have Pittsburgh tickets. And then I'll go home. You know what I'm saying? I love this. I have all that. My wife, I just want, I want us to be able to do and go and not have any, you know, worries. And she deserves that. My wife's my care. She's my caretaker. And she's, she's my ride or die. She puts up with a lot with me. And one thing she said, Russell, and I'll, I'll be done with that. I said to her, I said, well, you didn't sign up for this. Well, Mm -hmm. she said, yes, I did. She said that it said for better or worse. Yeah, that's right. Because she loves you. Because she loves you. And she does. 25 years we've been married. And my wife is a total rock star, a total gift, and just, uh, I, mm, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do what I do without her. You know, that's a that's a heavy conversation that we just had, right? I mean, that's what I'm trying to do with all of this. I I want to find a place to reach out to people of size, obese. Uh um I I thought of a term today, what was it called? Obesity-related disability. I mean, that's that's kind of with what some people are dealing with. And I'm not trying to label anybody or put any stigmas on any situation anyone's in. I'm, but I think sometimes labels do help. It sort of puts it into perspective. There was, um, you know, Sean was, is, and a lot of other people, and me, I, I, you know, let's not, let's not talk, let's stop talking about Sean. I was so close. I was right there. This, this garage I'm recording you into, I'm, (laughs) this, the words are so hard for me sometimes. This garage I'm recording this into. (laughs) There's a reason why I don't post very often, kids. I'm pretty awful at this. But this garage I'm recording from. It is about, I don't know, 20 yards, maybe 30 yards. Maybe one day I'll get one of those laser finders or something, <laughs> like on a golf course, and really find out. But um, it, it, it used to feel far. This morning, I did a workout, and then after the workout, it was a good day. It was a great day. I did some exercises with these uh, with those um, slant boards. I remembered the name of something for once in my life. I started using those slant boards a couple days ago, and I did some uh, pretty light uh, hex bar deadlifts with those slant boards, and they feel great. And I got three or four sets in, and I was thinking, oh, maybe do one more set. And then I thought, everyone always gets injured on the last set. I'm going to just chill. I have never done these before. Just know I did well and accept accept the victory that it was already in my hand. I'll I'll save that fifth set for the next time. Well, nevertheless, I get home and there's just a bunch of garbage. We did some spring cleaning. We threw out all the old spices that have been sitting in our cabinets for years, stuff that expired in like 2021 and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it was a couple of heavy bags of garbage. And I had to pick up those bags and carry them to the dumpster. And I remember, guys, like three years ago today, how hard that was for me to do. Maybe not to the exact day, but yeah, I mean, it would have been. You know, 2020, December of 2020, I was physically a wreck. Walking a parking lot was exhausting. Standing after doing some grocery store at the grocery line, I would just start flop sweating because uh, I was probably exerted. I was hot. I was exerted. I started becoming aware. I'd get a little panic attacks. Like I was close to being homebound. I was really close and it still affects me. I'm still so heavy and I did, uh, you know, I did like a 
30-minute workout this morning and my knees and <laughs> even like on that. So I'm telling you about that, you know, I walked those uh, garbage bags to the dumpster and back. As I'm walking back, the top of my right foot kind of in between the, you know, kind of like it would be here on my right foot. Uh, I just start feeling it hurt and I start feeling it really hurt and I and my stride turned into a limp and I was just my feet I was starting to wear out I was just I was just breaking I mean like I am still so out of shape <laughs> so out of shape and I was I had to chill like I went home I got off my feet for 30 minutes and then I got back onto the chores and started moving on with the day I've been able to walk fine so far the rest of the day so it wasn't that uh, I was permanently out for the day, but I was hitting my limits. And if, and if I hadn't really honored that, I might have hurt myself again like I did a couple months ago. And, and that's still kind of where I'm at. I am still very, very, very out of shape. I, I, I do my best. I, I, I'm, I'm lifting. I'm, I'm riding I, the elliptical. I, I, got the, I got my bike tuned up and ready to go as soon as this rain stops. I, I'm really looking forward for taking out a, a bike ride. It's been too long since I've done that. Like I have stuff I wanna do, but I remember how hard it was. And when I hit my limits and I get flustered how quickly I hit my limits, I'm, uh, a workout in a morning full of chores and I'm sitting at, the, sitting at my uh, chair text messaging friends going, my feet are fried already. Like I've already fried my feet today. And uh, this is a reality that too many people are dealing with. And there's only one way out. There's no easy way out, kids. You gotta get your diet in order. You gotta move, you gotta eat more protein, more meat, less processed food, less extra carbs. All that stuff, all that stuff that you can listen to someone who's smart tell you about, not me. Um, but I care about this. If not only selfishly for me to be a reminder for myself to keep going, to not quit, to whatever the next few years brings, I will be better capable to deal with it with a healthier body, fresher mind. And yeah, I, I, I don't know what the next few years brings. I, I, I sort of feel a little lost again right now, you know? But I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm not gonna quit. I have ideas and goals and dreams, hopes. We'll see where it goes. Anyways, if you made it all the way to the end of this, if you are hearing me now in this video, please, if you could take some time to like, subscribe, comment for the algorithms, Sean's story deserves to be told. Even though I may not be the best at telling it, Sean's story deserves to be told. There are more parts coming in this series, this multiple part series with my buddy Sean. And uh, next week we'll go into the fat questions. <laughs> I, I'm forming a list of standard fat questions that I want to ask and, uh, and of my, of, and of anybody that was willing to sit down and talk to me that that's dealing with the obesity related issues. And I'm trying to see where the patterns are. Maybe one day we can learn something from it. Anyways, I appreciate you so much. Thanks for stopping and watching and, and giving me your time and your attention and your support. I will see you next time. Okay. Bye. Kisses. Bye. 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 Bye.